But you're making me nervous, Garrett. I don't know how to do this. Are you ready to record, though? I don't think so. I'm really nervous. I don't know. We could try, but I don't really know. I'm not sure if my voice sounds all that great. Like, what if I go further away? Do you think it sounds okay if I do that? Or what if I get up really close? Is that better? I don't know how it sounds. Did did you have some caffeine this morning? No, I haven't had any caffeine. I'm just really nervous about recording this episode. Are you sure you didn't have any caffeine this morning? No, I didn't have any caffeine at all, Garrett. I didn't have any. Okay. Well, how about we just record the episode like like we normally do? Well, that sounds better. I think we should do that. Okay, let's do that. Hello, and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a digital and rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And this week, we watched some episodes of Digimon, and I was going to actually just say the episode name straight out, but then I didn't have the page open. Um, oh, I have it. Uh, for O2, we watched Run Yoli Run, or Tracking Down the Base of the Kaiser. Kaiser no Kichi Oe. Yes. And then for Atmon, we, we say it when we do Atmon. I don't know. It changes every week, I feel. I thought that that was a good plan. <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll do it then. All right. Um, do you want to recap this episode, Garrett? Um, I can. Do, do you want me to? <laughs> uh, or I can do it, I guess. Um, I mean, do you want to recap O2 or do you want to recap Atmon? I have no preference. C- can you can you have a preference? Okay, you do this one and I'll do that one. Okay. Is is this one O2 and that one Atmon? Correct. Okay. So, so this episode, so we're building up to the beginning of the end of this arc, finally. And... So they're going around trying to find the Kaiser's base, and they find it, and then there's some dumb stuff where Tentamon tries to evolve like 14 times, and then it finally does it, because apparently they forgot how spirals work. It doesn't matter, though. Not important to the plot. Um, so they find the base, they go out, and they're like, all right, we got to be super determined, and we got to do this, and it can't be this one-day thing. And then Ty is smart for the first time ever, and he's like, well, we'll just use a cover of going camping. And yeah, it's a good idea. So they do that. Miyako um, has some internal conflict about... Being ready, being useful, being something. Uh, kind of unclear, kind of also all of them. But um, Miyako's the only character that gets development in O2, so we'll take what we can get. Um, so then she gets super hyped, and they all go to the digital world, and the base is gone. And Yoli's like, maybe it's flying. Spoilers, it ends up actually being flying. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's still super hyped. She somehow climbs a dark spire, and then she goes to repel down a thing where a spider comes out, and Hawkman gets poisoned to save her, and Hawkman is maybe almost dead for a little bit. Um, and then the episode's really sexist and leaves the two women behind while the other people do stuff. And then Hawkman wakes up and is like, oh, I like you for you, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. And then they cure the poison. And I think, I think that's it. Yep. 
I think that's pretty close. I think I got everything. Especially the bullshit part where they leave the two women behind. It wasn't they were like, you women should stay here, though. It was that Miyaku's the one who got her friend. There's other characters that have feelings. Injured. And then Kari's the one who made her so anxious that she did that. Which I don't even agree with. I mean, it was Kari saying, like, we have to stay there the entire time. And Miyako being like, oh, shit, this is serious. And, like, what if, you know, what if I can't come home? I still don't think it's Hikari's fault, though. And I think I think it's bad that she was the one that stayed back. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was pretty funny that TK was, I mean... Miyaku's just like, I'll stay here. Do you guys leave? I'm sorry. TK's like, that sounds like a great idea, you crazy lady. You stay here and the rest of us are going to get away from you. Like, <laughs> I mean, I read it more as, as TK kind of saw that trying to, trying to make something out of it wasn't going to be the correct solution. No, for sure. But like, it, it was, I don't know, just the way that it played off. Was she was like, you guys go and I'll stay here, and he's like, yep, cool. I guess maybe so in the dub. I think in the sub there was some more subtext there. Yeah. But uh, you you know who who could have stayed back instead, Iori. You know Miyako's like best friend before O two. Yeah, but he she's not into him, so has to be someone she needs to build a relationship with, I guess. I mean, oh, fuck. Hikari is her DNA Digivolve partner. Fuck. It's still bad, though, and I can still not like it. I mean, you're entitled to not like whatever you don't like. It's true. I mean, I mean, really, I just have to nitpick at things, because overall, this episode's pretty good, actually. Yeah, this one was pretty good, I guess. Although, I still don't... Like you said, I don't understand what they were doing with Miyako, but that's okay. But they were trying to do something. Yeah. And I'm definitely more forgiving at trying to do something than than last week. Where they didn't try. <laughs> last week, which may possibly have been your least favorite episode ever. Um, of O2, yeah, I think it I think it's at the bottom. I think that's my least favorite episode of O2. This episode's better, because they try to have character conflict, inner character conflict even, which is something that maybe should come up more often. Maybe, you know, maybe you should have that step back and think about, you know, the digital world being dangerous and stuff, maybe just a little bit. No? Okay. Well, and on top of which, like... You know, it's a, people will say, like, oh, it's a kid's show, so they don't do anything crazy. No, that's not an excuse, so, though. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. And also, like, it would make more sense to have interpersonal stuff in a kid's show that so that they can learn about it. Yeah, so this episode's pretty good, because it does it. But, like, so I was thinking about it, and I feel like, I, I feel like I'm not... Like, lying when I say, like, Miyako is, like, the only O2 kid that's really gotten development so far. Yeah. Because, like, so, the episode with the crest of, with the crest of purity sincerity, she got the most development out of anybody for their second egg thing. 
Um, she had the episode with Mimi beforehand, before that, where there was some stuff. I, it feels like whenever there's episodes based on her, they're actually doing things. That's true. And that's weird. But, I, I mean, just just how, how it how it lays out, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they thought the other two new characters in the series are boy characters, and I feel like they don't work that hard to give the boys any character development. Man, I, I thought the same thing, and I didn't want to go there, and then you went there anyway. Sorry. But I agree. They didn't want to give the boys emotions. Yeah. Although, I mean... I mean, because, yeah, Akari kind of tried, they tried to give her some development, like the Cthulhu episode. Yeah, kind of. So, and those... It's definitely something they try. Although, I mean, they do have... Yori go back, has some things with his grandfather, and then goes back when they're all in that... Sorry. When they're all underwater, and then he has to lie. I don't know if that's really character development, but... Because he doesn't really learn anything from it, I don't know. Right. I that's probably so. That's probably second closest, and then Davis is just dead last. Yeah, I feel bad for Davis, honestly. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of like I'm I'm pretty into this episode. I am into the characters reflecting on the events that have happened and or are about to happen. Interesting. Why is that? Uh, I'm because it's interesting to. I mean, it's it's interesting to know what, what, what is driving the character from behind the scenes, kind of like oh. getting in their head to know what is what's going on, kind of like where their where their thought process is. I gotcha. Okay. I I didn't know what you meant specifically, but that makes sense. I'm like, this is like, this is like totally, this is totally in character for Miyako. Like, this, this all checks out and seems like a logical progression of her character. I definitely agree that she's a lunatic, yes. Not quite what I was going for, but sure. <laughs> I mean, in another episode, she, like, she gets the crust of purity or whatever she gets the crest of telling people off yeah because she's like kind of an asshole and then this episode she just lost her mind yeah she's not a person who's like calm under pressure would be what i'm learning which is a very real character flaw yeah no i know that's what i'm saying she's just a bit of a loon yeah i mean every group needs a loon I thought it was going to be Davis. No, he's just the dumb one. Yeah. No. There's a difference between dumb and loon. And then Iori is um, a person whose blood and emotions has been sucked out of them. Is that Iori? Yeah. Like, he yep. doesn't do much of anything. He's nope. Just, yeah, a husk. Still, at this point, we've only seen Submarine Mon once. Yes. It's been two weeks since that's happened. I mean, 
TBH, it's kind of tough to have a submarine monster on land. So, I mean, they could just fight in water again. It would be super disgusting if he had tiny little feet on the bottom and just like could walk around like a millipede. Why? I don't want this image of body horror in my mind. <laughs> there you go. Why Fletch, did you you're do welcome. this? <laughs> no, because I was just like, uh, if he landed, if he like transformed, he'd just be trapped on the floor. And then I was like, what if he just has really tiny feet that you can't see? Or what if in he, most like, of the games, they just have him fly to fix that problem. Oh, uh, that works too, I guess. And it's less, it's less body horror. How anyway. does he land, though? He doesn't have any feet. You you don't. My God, that sounds tiring. It's fine. He's just flying through the ocean that is the sky. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So this episode starts out, though, kind of weird. They, It's uh, Izzy and Iori, and they're... Um, they are... They found the the Kaiser's base, basically, and there's a bunch of uh, possessed monsters that are eating other Digimon, and then they think they get seen, and so Izzy, like, just crouches down and turns around, like, that's totally going to solve that problem. Um, I don't, I, I guess. Not sure what he was doing. I don't know. You, I they also try to digivolve like 1,400 times, and they don't necessarily realize that they can't. Or there's that weird time where it's like, oh, my dark digivice stops you. I'm like, when was that a thing? Right? I was like, wait, but you you have all these towers. Is that what you're doing? Is just making them mimic your digivice? Unclear. There's probably an answer. I just haven't looked it up, or we haven't got there yet. Either or interesting um ty ty's good in this episode he he got smart over the years yeah although i have a serious issue with what matt did to june oh i mean do you not no i totally have an issue with it it's definitely bad yeah i mean he literally just says like in one of them, he's like, uh, turn around for me for a second. The other one, which I think is actually worse, he says, I have a present for you, but I didn't wrap it, so turn around. And then just books it out of there. So, but the thing is, they book it extremely slowly. I mean, I guess, but probably so she can't hear them like drive off super fast. It's probably also true. How... So other than not having this, how do you resolve that? I mean, you just say, sorry, June, you know, we only made a reservation for X number of people. Maybe next time. That's way too smart for the show. I know. <laughs> but it was just like super freaking rude. I was like, what are you I mean, doing? But like Matt's an asshole. That's his character. Yes, man. I thought he was nice. I guess. I don't know why he- you keep saying no, exactly. Matt's an asshole, and this is proving my point. And that's why that scene was fine, because it proves my point. 
I'm also confused about the map. So a couple episodes ago, it was just basically completely black. Oh, good. I caught on this, too. And then now it's, like, all gray except for, like, a line of black. And I don't know if they were, like, zoomed in at one point or if they just don't have object permanence about what the map looks like. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I don't know. It's a good question. Yes. Oh, I wrote down, is this episode about Miyako doing drugs? Um, no, but it could be interpreted as such. <laughs> uh, yeah. And also, they go and interview Ken's parents again. Like, leave those poor people alone. They're mourning the loss of their obnoxious child. Fair. Um, I, you know, also going back to this Miyako thing, I kind of have a problem where they, they keep saying basically like the way that you're behaving is inappropriate, but it's okay. Like, I mean, she's being a jerk and they're like, here, have this crust and it's totally fine because you were talking about your real feelings or whatever. And then. Now they're like, well, you're insane and not helpful at all, but it's okay. I mean, literally what Hawkman says is basically like, oh, yeah, you're crazy, but that's what I like about you. What? No. Yes. I'm also curious, like, is regular Digivolved, is a regular Digivolved Digimon... Stronger than an armor Digivolved Digimon? Um, I think that's how that works. Okay. Yeah, because at the beginning of this episode, like you are saying, Tentamon keeps trying to evolve, and he can't. Arm- Armadillamon does evolve, but then he de-evolves so that, that, like, basically as soon as Tentamon evolves, and then doesn't re-evolve. Uh-oh. And I was confused about why. It's like they don't want to have more than one at a time. They're like that person in your life who's always making themselves a victim. That's an odd way to put it, but okay. Well, but they kind of do. Like, they're kind of always just letting enough things get messed up so that there's more storyline. Because <laughs> they could have solved... There's been many times in this series in the last 18 episodes where they could have solved a problem significantly faster, but they didn't because they wanted to do it the hard way. Like Maybe. I don't know. I have questions. Um. All right. I do want to go back and talk about that everybody's saying Miyako's uh, doing what she is doing is all right. Yeah. Because I feel like there's you're missing the context of of her admitting what her own flaw was before they say that. And I feel like it's more of a no. The answer is not to change your entire personality. It's it's more like, yes, you are those things, and that's fine. It's just the extreme of those things is not fine. 
which she herself says in both of those cases you brought up beforehand. Hmm. I guess, but I also think that, I don't know, like, she was mean to the egg guy in that episode before Tama, whatever, and, um, and she doesn't really, like, apologize to him at all, and they're all like, no, that's totally fine, because you're being sincere, and... Well, no, she, she did apologize at the end, I'm pretty sure. Her apology wasn't very sincere, though, honestly. <laughs> She's... I, I, at least I felt, I don't know, I don't remember, because it's been a couple episodes, but, like, in this one... I guess she's apologizing, but I don't know. I, I'm not sure if saying, yeah, I know I'm being a problem necessarily solves the problem. I mean, that's a difficult thing to judge because does does something like this happen again? I don't remember it, so hmm. if... If she reflected and learned from it, like what, how, how do you deal with that then? Well, I feel like then Hawkmon, instead of saying like, those are the things I like best about you, would be like, well, I'm glad that you figured it out and I'm still your friend. Like, Look, he was injured and poisoned and a whole bunch of things. He was probably like, stop fucking squeezing me. <laughs> I'll probably. Do, I'll say anything to make it stop, which is not necessarily good, but whatever. I don't know. See, only character who gets any sort of development. Uh, Even if it's bad. Well, it's because she's the only one with colored hair, so she's clearly actually the protagonist. No. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I sorry. I was I was running through everything first. I'm like, nope. This checks out. Yep. Miyako, shonen protagonist. Um. Oh. I, also, so Hawkman gets injured because he flies down to save her from this attack from the spider, the giant spider. Um, yes. Have we ever seen a human actually get attacked by a Digimon? Um, no, not really. Because, um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what would happen. Like, are they actually in danger from Digimon? I mean, they probably are. I think there's been, like, times where they've, they've, like, dove out of the way of stuff. But, like, it's generally not a thing where they try to go for the tamer. Right, but I mean, like, wouldn't it be wild if this whole time they've been, like, dodging things and it wouldn't have hurt them anyway? Like, they just have no clue that it doesn't affect them, and Hawkmon almost gave his life for a thing that wouldn't have hurt Miyako at all? I feel like you can probably die in the digital world. But if you die in the digital world, do you die for real? Yeah, I think so, actually. Oh, wow. That's deep. If you die in the game, you die in real life. Wow. Crazy. Which, for the life of me, I can't remember where that line comes from. I feel like they just use it all the time whenever there's a, whenever there's a game. Isn't it like Spy Kids or something silly? 
I Maybe. Never, I never actually saw any of those movies, so I don't know. Spy Kids 3 is the one where they go into the video game. I feel like that might be. So I'm so knowledgeable about this right now is because next week's uh, Bad Movie Month theme is video game movies. So I don't just always have Spy Kids on the mind. I just do right now because the third one is video game based and it's pretty bad and would fit that category pretty well. Just clarifying. Okay. Oh, no, it's actually from a quote from a 2006 horror film called Stay Alive. Oh, really? That's where we also looked at that movie for Bad Movie Night, too. Interesting. Frankie Nunez is in that movie. Cool. Anyway, this isn't Digimon. What what else is in this episode? Um Let me see what else I wrote down. We talked about how Ty is smart. We talked about how Matt is the worst. It would have been nice to see them camping, like I don't know. Well, I think we do. Like, I think, like, the camping plot point continues on. Oh, nice. Okay. And I'm pretty sure June shows up there anyway. Oh, my God. What a stalker. Yeah. See, so Matt was just trying to deal with the stalker. Also, <laughs> I don't so understand. So, see, it's totally fine now, right? No. <laughs> because how do you deal with a stalker? You can't just tell the stalker no. I mean, you should. You should tell them no. You should tell them no politely and firmly, and if they don't listen to you, then you can get ruder. But you have to do the nice part first. I mean, what if he did off screen when they went on their date? Oh my god, I forgot about their date. How could we never saw that? That could have been funny. Man, I would have watched an episode of just that. It'll be your first, our first fan episode. <laughs> That would have been an episode. I don't know. It. I feel like it's hard for me to care about June because she's just there to, to be that character. Well, definitely Davis and June have a familial... Uh, of being bad? Yeah, like just terrible human beings and annoying. And, and Davis has a Digimon so they can't leave him behind? I mean, they could. <laughs> but it would be at a disadvantage, too. I mean, is having Davis around enough of a disadvantage to, like... Vimon's pretty good, because Vimon has, like, protagonist Digimon powers. Well, then, uh, can't they just have Vimon and <laughs> take Davis's, uh... I don't think that's how partner Digimon work. Well, Miyako tells Hawkmon that he can just find a different partner and that's fine. So, like, maybe they could just find a new partner for Digimon. I think that's just because they were having an argument. That's like when you're married and, like, you have a really big argument and then you realize... Even though you're threatening to get divorced, you can't because you're too poor. Right. Yeah, d yeah divorce is expensive. Like, fuck that. No one's going to go through with that. 
Yeah, my friend is literally like, I don't think we can afford to get divorced. <laughs> it's like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Awkward. Man, this took a dark turn. Sorry. <laughs> this is all my fault. Uh, wh- Why? Because I started it. I was like, man. It's okay, this- Garrett. That's the thing I love best about you. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do this. Stop trying to make a joke about the episode. <laughs> In this case, where I pointed out my flaw. I didn't even point out my flaw fully. <laughs> you just, like, skipped to the end part. I just figured that's where it was headed, so. Were you trying to save time? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's my flaw, is that I don't maybe. let things finish. Look sure. at us in our character development, Garrett. Damn, we're so good. Oh, man. That that mid-season character development? There you go. Are we at mid-season? Vaguely, kind of. First arc mid-season? We're, we're getting there. First arc mid-season. That doesn't even make any sense, I know. Well, I thought maybe it did and I didn't understand it. (laughs) So it's good to know that it didn't make sense to me and it also didn't make sense in general. Yeah. Um, I do want to know how Miyako kind of just scaled that that dark tower, though. Sheer force. That's pretty impressive. And drugs. I'm I'm still like 80% sure that she was on drugs. Like she couldn't sleep. So she was probably tired in the morning, and her family runs a convenience store, and they always have those weird things by the register that are like, you know, tiger's blood, and like, stay up all night, da-da-da-da-da, like, stamina, and whatever. She probably took like a fistful of those (laughs) on her way out the door. That's not how those work, though. I would know from, from trying them. Really? Oh, I've never been brave enough to do that. I had like a five hour energy like once. Okay. Slow, slow your roll. A five hour energy is not the same thing. It's the exact same thing. I mean, that's just like a tiny monster, basically. Isn't it just like concentrated monster? It's not even that concentrated, I don't think. It didn't help. In the situation I was in, it did not help. And that situation was I worked all night in my office. And I was like, man, I sure am tired. And then you took it to drive home, or? Uh, no, that was during the day. That was like midday the next day. That sounds awful. It was. I, uh... You know this. I don't handle caffeine very well. No, you don't. No, I don't. And uh, so I've had both instances where I had caffeine, a large amount of caffeine in the middle of the day, and then couldn't sleep at night. I've also had times when I had too much caffeine and then fell asleep after like running around the house like a, like Miyako, actually, and just, like, not making any sense and talking too fast. And then I sit down for a second and pass out. And that's happened to me on several occasions. Interesting. So I think that 
Miyako maybe it just is discovering that she's not very good with caffeine and she should really just sleep at night instead of staying up and worrying. Look, look, you, one does not simply just stop staying up at night and worrying. Sure, you just you just stop. It's just no, so easy. that's not how that works. No, it's totally easy. You just no, stop. that's not how that works at all. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video? It's like an ad for something where the two people are in bed and the one of them says like, "I can't sleep. I don't, you know, this is so terrible." And the other one's like, "I'm sorry." And then they like. Whole, they put their hands on their head to like be, you know, sweet and loving and whatever, and then they just headbutt them, and the other person gets knocked out. I don't know what the ad's for, but it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that took a turn. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that's one way to solve that problem: is <laughs> massive head damage. Uh, or Benadryl also works fairly well for some sure. of us. Sure. Unless you're one of those people who, like, hallucinate spiders on Benadryl. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, some people have an interesting reaction to Benadryl, and it is a hallucinogen for them. Not most people, but some portion of the population. And it's very common for them to hallucinate, like, a lot of spiders. Okay. Boy, we've really gotten off Digimon. <laughs> so Digimon. No, there was a spider in the show. So maybe she was like trying to counteract the caffeine and then uh and then she then she couldn't sleep or whatever and so she took a Benadryl and she's one of those people that hallucinate spiders and so then she was down in that hole and she hallucinated the giant spider and she's actually the one that hurt Hawkmon because she was freaking out and he went down there to see what was wrong with her. Why do you always got to make this dark? <laughs> it's not dark. It's just more interesting. It's pretty dark. I'm sorry. This is the world that I live in in my head. So Your head's a very dark world. Mm. Yes. But but leaving June, like like that's where you draw the line. Everything else is okay. <laughs> no. I mean, he also could have done the headbutt thing to her, and then she would have just woken up <laughs> on the sidewalk with no idea what was happening. Oh, you would have been more okay with that? No. <laughs> but he could have done it. <laughs> that That's true. I don't know. I think that just bugged you more than it did me, and I feel bad about that. I don't know why it, it didn't bug you as much. I'm just like, lol, Matt's an asshole. I guess. She's also kind of an asshole, so maybe they deserve each other. I don't know. Possibly. Well, do you have anything else to say about this episode? No. Neither do I, so. Uh, we could talk Wait, she becomes a Digidestin? I don't uh, remember this. What? June becomes a Digidustin in an audio CD, in an audio drama. Okay. Way to way to put spoilers on that, Garrett. Um, I I was just glancing at the wiki to see if there was anything. Huh. I mean, what's the huh. rule? They have to have seen a Digimon. She's probably seen one. Yeah, there's a sister, both of Yoli's older sisters, and Joe's older brother. 
Yeah, it would be kind of weird to be, like, the older sibling and find out your younger sibling, like, saved the world, and you're like, oh, really? I thought you were just a dope who couldn't keep it together. Like, oh. Man, audio drama lore is so interesting. Um, Miyako attempts to form a band at some point and gets an obsession with black tea. Okay. Uh, and all the rest of the characters don't change at all because they don't get any character development. Actually, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Terrible. There, there's some other stuff. It just isn't as interesting. Huh. So June becomes a Digidestin. That's interesting. Okay. So should we talk about... Um, oh, yeah. We can probably talk about This uh, softcore yaoi episode that is the uh, at Monday. Man. Extremely, extremely soft. <laughs> like silken. I don't know. Is silk soft? I guess maybe not. What's soft? Like rabbit. Like rabbit soft. I don't know why you went to rabbit right away. That's weird. I love rabbits. That's that's weird, though. What's wrong with loving rabbits? I... I don't... Nothing? I guess you weren't the biggest fan of Bun Bun. I mean, I don't even know how many... I don't even know how many times I've seen Bun Bun. That's fair. At least once. I know you've been... You were to the house when we had Bun Bun. And Lady. Did we have Lady back then? I don't remember when we got him. Um, Wait, you named your male cat, your male bunny Lady? Well, so, uh, tangent, but I used to raise rabbits, but the rabbits that I raised were mini Rexes, which, as their name would suggest, they are smaller than regular rabbits. And so, um, rabbits, their genitalia is kind of hard to tell apart, almost impossible to tell apart until a certain age. And, uh, so many Rexes are smaller at that that age than regular rabbits. So when I got Lady, Lady was of the size at which you can sex a mini Rex. However, she was not a mini Rex and he was not a mini Rex. And so when I checked, it looked like it was a girl so I named it Lady, and then later I figured it out when I picked him up, and he had a man bit sticking out in my face, and I was like, oh, well, I guess I was wrong. But by then, I was already so used to calling him Lady, and I was like, I don't think he really cares that much. <laughs> so, yes. Okie dokie. Anything. So you should tell me about this episode of Atmon called Haru and Yuz and Yujin's Bond Stop Rampaging Rushaman. You are the one who's doing this one. I did the last one though. Oh no, you're right. Thought it was the other way around. Thought you were trying to get out of it. It was me trying to no. get out of it all along. Now I've learned a I valuable wasn't. lesson. About remembering things <laughs> that I'm going to forget in a minute because I can't remember things. Anyway, uh, yes. Okay, so this episode um, 
They're looking for, there's a new game that's called El Treasure, and they should obviously know that that's going to be a bad thing because it says El right in the name, but they don't get it. And so they decide to go hunting for this thing, and Har's tortured over the fact that he hasn't told Eugen about um, Gotchman and everything. And then this entire episode is just them loving on each other, basically, in the most um, platonic of ways. And then uh, this Atmon takes over the transportation system and um, then is basically going to kill people. And so Haru and I think Astra go and stop it. And then that's, and then Eugen says that he had faith all along because Haru was going to take care of him. Yeah, that sounds about right. So this episode was also, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, it was, some of it was cute, but it was basically just them trying to find this treasure thing and then realizing, oh, duh, this is bad. And then... Fighting. And then they learned the treasure was friendship all along. Yeah, actually, like, literally that happened. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Shoot. I, I made a note in my notes to check to see when Pokemon Go came out to see how close this was. Uh-huh. And I didn't do it. Well, you could do it now. Eh, could. Pokemon Go came out in July of 2016. All right. When did this episode come out? February 2017. Yeah. So All right. Pokemon so yeah, that Go. could have that could totally be the thing because it was very Pokemon Go esque. Well, they weren't collecting monsters; they were collecting treasure. But yes, I agree with you. Were, did you get into Pokemon Go, Garrett? No, not really. Did you? I did in the sense that um, many of my friends were into it, and so I played, but it wasn't, like, that exciting. Plus, at the time, my phone's GPS, uh, I had an older phone, and it didn't work very well. So, like, everyone else would be collecting Pokemon from the area we were in, and I would be, like, a quarter of a mile away, according to my GPS. Um, huh, which made weird. it very hard to like <laughs> follow and find it because I would just move back and forth on the map a lot, so it was a little tougher. Um, but people at my workplace were like mildly obsessed, and so like someone would go out on break and to smoke, and then they'd find out there was some Pokemon out there that everybody wanted, and so then everyone would like be begging the supervisors to let them go outside for like just a minute, and they're like, "Listen, we have people." Here, who want to check out, like, could you please hold it together for your job where you get paid? <laughs> Not run please outside. Please wait for your break time. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of funny. Like, actually, like, people would give other people their phones to go outside on their break and catch Pokemon. It was funny. 
My coworker, actually, the postdoc at my job, he has a special iPhone that he uses just to play Pokemon Go because his kid was into it, and then he got into it, and now he plays it, like, all the time. Wait, so you're saying he bought another phone to just play Pokemon Go? No, he didn't buy another phone, but he kept a phone that they upgraded away from, and he said he read the terms of Pokemon Go, and they're, like, really, um, I don't know what the right word is, but, like, invasive almost, that they, they, all the things that you agree to let them do, so he just took everything off that phone and, and put Pokemon Go on it, so it's literally just his Pokemon Go iPhone that he carries everywhere. Okay, sure. Um, we should probably talk about Digimon. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, Digimon. <laughs> Digital monsters. Uh, yeah. But this this episode is literally just like Yujin and Haru taking turns saying adorable things about each other. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of. Some. I mean, so, close to, at least. Yeah, close to. I don't agree with our choice of, of not telling him in the end. I think it's dumb. Yeah, I'm not sure why he doesn't want to tell Eugen. Other than just, I mean, there might be a little bit of, like, Eugen's always been the really cool one, and Haru gets a chance to be the cool one, and he doesn't want to lose it and have Eugen be like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, hey, I found one of these. Check it out. I'm amazing at this one thing in your life that you got. That your grandfather gave you. Right. Yeah, you got this through nepotism. So, like, hold on to that. The power of nepotism is very strong, though. This is true. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I was more into this episode when I was watching it, and then afterwards I'm like, uh, I guess that wasn't as good as I thought it was. It's alright, yeah. I mean, it wasn't... It had some strong hooks that they didn't really follow through with. Yeah. I also repeat my statement that someone needs to talk <clears throat> to Aerie about her idea of a disguise. I don't think that's a disguise. Well, she's always shocked when people recognize her, so... I think she was shocked that it was Astra. Maybe. Also, her outfit. I have problems with her outfit. Oh, why do you have problems with her outfit? I mean, she's wearing a brown scarf, a blue jacket. I forgot what color her shorts are. And then, like, black tights underneath of her shorts. It's That's just too many, like, neutral colors, for one thing. And then also I mean, she has her, she puts her pigtails underneath of her scarf. Yeah. That's, why don't you just take your pigtails out? I, I don't know. What, what would you do with the hair? I mean, tie it up in a bun and put a hat or a hoodie over it. That's a much better disguise. Wear a wig. I still don't think it's a disguise. There's a lot of options. <laughs> Even if it's not a disguise, like, pigtails can get really annoying. Maybe she likes them. I mean, that's possible, but then let them loose. Like, why are you trapping them underneath of your scarf? To keep them warm. Uh, do how, What do you think hair is made out of, Garrett? Hair? 
Right, so like no nerve endings, right? It doesn't know it's cold. Well, no, it's to keep it against your body to keep you warm. Well, that's what the scarf is for. Right, but you're using the hair to insulate the scarf. I mean, hair gets very itchy. Yeah, but if you're wearing if you're wearing layers over it, you wouldn't you wouldn't feel that part. I don't feel like two tiny strips of hair are really going to make that much of a difference. I and mean, she's wearing they're, they're shorts. Not, they're not tiny pigtails. So maybe she should like take care of the fact that her legs are not properly covered before she worries about her little pigtails. But she has like tights on or whatever. Uh, I don't know if you've ever worn tights. But generally, no. they are not that warm. They but are... in every anime I ever watch, when it's winter, the female characters don't stop wearing skirts. Yes, that's sexism. And or they have, like, fleece-lined tights. That That's not even just anime, even. That's just, like, anything. That's just, like, real life. Yeah, well, sometimes it's not that cold, and you're just dashing from you know, your car into work or school or whatever, and it's not that big of a deal. But it's, like, winter. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, sexism and, like, and some people just like skirts. I mean, when I was a kid, before I got super goddamn cold all the time, I used to wear skirts with thick tights right into the snow, and my teacher wrote home and was like, your daughter is insane, please dress her appropriately. And my mom sent a note back and was like, we tried, <laughs> but she won't stop. So Some people just don't get that cold. I guess. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. This episode was kind of... I also didn't entirely understand. So, so Virusmon, who's an octopus with a gas mask... Um, is making the L virus that infects yep. the Atmon. Correct. And then at the end of the... So they get rid of his... They blow out all of his L virus, which, like, unless it dissipates, is just going to infect a bunch of people. So I'm not really sure where they were going with that. I mean, what what people? They were in the AR field, though? Oh, that's true. Okay. So I guess it only works in the AR field. But is the AR field like just a bubble of reality or it does it is it a plane that exists separately from but mapped onto the real world? I think it's the digital world just under a different name. Okay. So in that case it would go and it might float on the air and infect people in other parts of the AR field. Right? Maybe. Unless it dissipates. And then... Right. Yeah. I don't know how the dissipation works. Me neither. Because you're like, oh, don't let it touch you, otherwise you'll catch the virus. And, like, they still clearly go in when there's still virus in there. Yeah. They should have taken some Lysol. That kills, like, 99.99% of bacteria and viruses. That's true. I don't know if it works in the digital world, though. Um... Also, they do this because Trainman got the L-Virus and is trying to actively kill people. We, we've moved up to actively trying to kill people. <laughs> He's like, let's go off the side of this railing. Yay. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that was interesting. Um, but yeah, so then at the end of this, so they, 
throw our they throw virus one off of the train and then they and then he shows up in <clears throat> stealth one's office but there's a bunch of copies of him yes so, so the plot twist is that there's a bunch of virus man right so i think the idea is that they're going to go and infect, infect everyone yes i agree And apparently Stealth Man, whose real name I forget and can't pronounce anyway. She I guess her, her thing now, she's just she's just experimenting to see what she can do with humans. Yeah, she keeps talking about all this good data they got and whatever. Yeah, behavioral data and shit. So actually, plot twist, she's just a social scientist. Hello. That they keep, yeah, I mean, not, not that, false. That other one, they keep calling each other demons. Like, you're a demon. No, you're a demon. No, you're a demon. Like, what? You're a demon. Yeah. I'm not, though. Or are you? I'm not. Or are you? I don't know. You're making me question it now. What if I am and I didn't know this entire time? Whoa. That'd be weird. Oh, shoot. Just knocked my laptop off. It would Whoops. be weird. It would be weird to find out you were a demon. Yeah. Um, man, what else was there? I guess there wasn't a lot to this, or I've just completely zoned out to this episode. No, I mean, there really wasn't a ton. It was like, you know, let's go and look for this treasure. Oh, no, people might die. Let's take care of that. Okay, it's done. Let's... Yeah go home we found it at the treasure was friendship all along yeah and then there's that flashback to show eugen's backstory of how haru and them met haru and them you mean haru and eugen him. yeah whatever but yeah yeah Which and haru cool. looks no different from past haru yeah i thought that was a subtle dig <laughs> like i'm like man they just did not change this design at all Puberty has not hit this guy. He is still waiting. Apparently. Um. Yeah, there was that. Is that really all there is? Do I not have that much to say about this episode? I mean, there was a little bit in the beginning where I is like, you guys are always inseparable. And Eugene's like, not anymore. Because you don't love me now. Oh, yeah, because Haru won't tell him or whatever, which seems dumb. I still think that's dumb. I said that already, but I'm saying it again. Yeah. It's dumb. I don't disagree. I think you're right. Yeah, it was kind of just like background of Yujin and Haru, which is fine, I guess, and then kind of train thing. And we got the L-Virus to kind of push the plot more forward. Um, so then after they heal the virus or stop the virus from Trainman or Rashomon, they have to wake him up, and then Musimon has to impersonate the conductor, I guess? Yeah, that was interesting. I don't know. I don't know if that was really necessary, but... I don't know. 
like, okay, that's a thing that you did. Pretty much. Which makes me wonder if they'd just done that in the first place, would he have stopped? I don't know. Probably not, because infected with virus. I don't know. They also, did they collect his chip? I don't remember them collecting his chip. No, they, they did. didn't collect anything. Yeah, what if he was a seven code? Well, I guess he's not. <laughs> well, we don't know because they didn't pick him up. Well, I assume he's not because they didn't pick him up. It would be funny if like later in the series they're like, we have six out of seven. What's the seventh one? And then they're like, you know what we never did? Got that chip. <laughs> I don't think it would do it, but it'd be pretty funny if they did. I think so. Yeah, I don't have much else to say about this episode. Neither do I, actually. Um, so I guess the Atmon part's just short this week. <laughs> Sorry. But it wasn't too yeah, It was just kind of an episode. It was fine. There wasn't as much to talk about. Like, it 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 also tried to have feelings, but I didn't like how they turned out, so I'm not talking about them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it was fine. I just, yeah, I don't think there is as much to talk about as there was with O2. No. There wasn't that much in this one, again. Like... This has happened a couple times where it was fine to watch the episode, but, like, there just wasn't actually that much happening, so it's hard to, like, talk about the episode because there wasn't that much to go off of. Right. Yeah, it's just kind of actively there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's, that's, that's real interesting that that, that that seems to be more of an Atmon thing. So. Well then, <laughs> I guess you can find us on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where there's links to emails and stuff and you can rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. And then Kat has an haiku I that do. goes here. I do. The haiku this week is, I have a gift for you. Turn around and count to ten. Zoom, zoom, bye. <laughs> So you hate that part, but you also made it your haiku. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. The Digivolution will not be infected. Good. Excellent. And good time. And good space. And stop.